0: Martin. Martin, Jobber Talk with Martin. Jobber Talk with Martin. Hello, guys, and welcome to Jobber Talk. Fresh off the latest episode of Balibagan, I mean, <clears throat> fresh off the latest event of PWR, which was PWR Renaissance 2019. I would like to tell you guys that on October 12. PWR will have a huge show at North Virtus Tent. ABS C B N Virtus Tent. You know what that tent is. October 12th at the tent. PWR Homecoming. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna have TJ Perkins. It's gonna have Jeff Cobb. It's gonna have the returning former PWR campionang Pilipinas Billy Suede. And yes, I will put it on the links below. The ticket prices on Ticket to Me and the door prices on the day itself. I bought mine. I bought the gold meet and greet for a discounted price, and so should you, because it's like super solid payad. And when we bought that ticket on the day itself, like yesterday, because uh, today I'm recording this on a Monday, um, it was only slated to have TJP and a few surprise guests. And it was revealed to be Billy Suede and Jeff Cobb. So when I got the ticket, I was hoping for Jeff Cobb. And then a few hours later, we got Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb for October 12th. So that's amazing. And yeah, I think this is the time I should be talking about PWR Renaissance 2019, huh? Okay, so let's go on to a few hours before the show. There was a ticket booth. So aside from buying the ticket, we got the Renaissance discounted Ticket prices for PWR's Homecoming at October 12, and of course we got that. I got one now, so I hope you guys got yours. But if not, there's a ticket to me net kind of online selling thing going on. It's three five last I checked. I got mine like yesterday for three thousand three hundred, well three thousand two hundred ninety nine. So yeah, get yours now before it's too late. Because who knows who else might be there. Maybe there's one or two more names they have yet to give out. Maybe a black heart. Maybe someone from America as well. Who knows? Okay, so now let us focus on the show itself. Yes, it was back at the Power Max Center Spotlight in Circuit Makati. The very first thing I'd like to note is that our co-GM, Potts, was not there, sadly. However, he had a very nice replacement with the Ranger. Uh, that, that dude knows how to work it with a suit and his Ranger mask, if you ask me. The first pre-show match was a new trabajador from the Council of Trabajadores. We now have Trabajador Cinco taking on the masked man known as Gatillo. Now, obviously, this match featured Gatilio dominating throughout the said pre-show match. But Mr. Cinco had a nice kick that was delivered to Gatilio. But let's just say it was still all Gatilio all the way until he delivered a powerful slam to pin Cinco for an uno a dos y tres. The next pre-show match... It would be Gatilius' associate, Dax Javiera, who has a new gear. I kind of like it. It reminds me of an X-Men style of gear. Like this kind of orange X. Though I think it's a reference to something else. Maybe Trese. Maybe something that's not X-Men. Or maybe it's like this Bakugo guy from uh, My Hero Academia. Did I get that right? Bakugo? Because... I saw some pictures and he has this orange X, I wouldn't know. As an X-Man fan, it's automatically for me, Hey look, there's an X in the gear. Maybe it's an X-Man tribute. You know? And he's taking on Bolt. And this is like a weird situation for Bolt because two years ago, at a renaissance, his partner was Dax Javiera. And now, two years later, It's him versus Dax Javiera. It would be Dax kicking Bolt's ass most of the time, but Bolt did give a good fight. He tried to deliver his Detroit punch, but he missed. And Dax delivered a spear, a powerful spear that took down Bolt for a two-count a sling blade attempt by Dax near the end of the match but it was blocked by Bolt and we thought that it would be Bolt getting the win after downing Dax with an STO. However, Dax would distract the referee and while the referee was distracted, the big man named Gatilio entered the ring and manhandled Bolt, giving Dax the opening to deliver a sling blade and the pinfall victory against Bolt. Now Speaking of tag teams, we got a tag team match at the pre-show. It's the YOLO Twins with their triplet, Roderick, Oliores, taking on Jake Delion and a mystery partner. And eventually we found out the mystery partner was none other than Ken Warren himself. Yes! And um, their tag team name is the PWOGs. Uh, did I get that right? Yeah, I, I can trust that. But yeah, I love the fact that it was Ken Warren because, you know, it could have been anyone. It could have been a big name, could have been a Bombay, it could have been a, uh, who else? Maybe another OG, but this is the tag team we need to see. And we saw it, and they were amazing. And it was a nice tag team match featuring them and the YOLO twins. Early on, it was Ken Warren and Jake DeLeon controlling the action. But the Twins would get their way in a few moments and it would be Johan Oliers delivering an assisted senton on Ken Warren. And the YOLO Twins would control the majority of this tag team match from this point. Until Ken Warren manages to get a hot tag to Jake DeLeon and the tables were turned. At one point of the match there was a nice spot wherein all four competitors were in the middle of the ring and delivered super kicks on each other for them to fall down now while that happened while all four competitors were down Roderick olioris grabbed logan olioris put him outside of the ring and traded himself on logan's place but the referee was a bit confused he was like wait wait how come logan's now bigger and taller and- Wait, is this even him? No, it's not him. You're not the wrong. You're the wrong guy. And it was him and Roderick Mahaba like arguing. Oh, sorry, Roderick Oljoris arguing momentarily before the match continued. In the end, though, it would be the PWOGs getting the pinfall victory after delivering a double team combo maneuvers that ended with a double Wi-Fi to the back of their opponent's head. And now, before the main show started, there would be a special segment featuring the PWR Campeon ng Pinas Quatro versus a random challenger named Banal Na Aso. It would be a short and decisive match with Quatro hitting the destino for the pinfall victory. And after the match, we found out that the man beneath the mask was an actor named Jake Cuenca. And this might be a possible future movie featuring Jake Cuenca and the PWR organization. so I am looking forward to see this movie. if ever I have time to see this movie. If I don't hey guys, just tell me how the movie goes. So good job, Mr. Jake and uh, you know more power to you. But now let's go on to the main show because it's starting off huge. How huge it is for the PWR Tag Team Championship, featuring the Kakai Bros, the network of Sam Baltazar and James Idol Martinez and the Garcia Brothers from the Australian stable known as the Foundation featuring Marco and Julio Garcia. Now before the match, Julio and Marco Garcia did run their mouths against the Philippines, and saying that the Philippine dream is actually to leave this hellhole and you know, make it big somewhere like in Australia. But speak of promos, we were given the enjoyable Kakaibro pre-match introductions by Marky and Kendrick. And it always sounds like good. The match started and the Garcia brothers were thrown out of the ring. For the two other teams to duke it out, it was Sam Baltazar and Kyrgyz who started the match. Sam Baltazar, after sending his opponent outside the ring, followed up with an amazing corkscrew splash to the outside on his opponent and some of the young boys. Not to be outdone though, Marky would run towards the ropes and calmly go to the apron and then splash onto the people outside now we see inside the ring the guy from the top of the pyramid james idol martinez trying to do another splash for the network but before he even hits the ropes julio was there to catch him with a kick and it would be marco garcia instead after stepping over His uh, tag team partner Julio to deliver a beautiful splash to the outside of the ring to everyone else. Now if you thought that was done, the remaining Garcia brother went on to the corner, grabbed Idol and delivered a superplex from the corner post towards the outside and they landed on everyone outside and I loved that spot in the tag team matchup and it was amazing and it wasn't the only time that we would get to see the high-flying antics of one marco garcia he would deliver a nice senton splash on sam baltazar on the ring corner after he and julio were delivering some hard attacks on sam baltazar now now near the end of the match it would be james idol martinez getting in with a hot tag from his partner and he went Buck Wild and took down the opposition. At one point, he had all of his four opponents slouched on separate corners for him to do a four corner Idol Bronco Buster. Yes, that's right. Four successive Bronco Busters by James Idol Martinez inside that ring. Now, afterwards, though, Marco Garcia, after downing his opponents, would deliver a beautiful springboard coast-to-coast dropkick on the Kaka Eros who are on the opposite side of the wrestling ring. Sam Balthazar comes back with a Swanton Bomb on his opponent, but he would be taken out. Idol was a bit distracted inside the ring while everything was happening in the ringside area. Chaos was ensuing, but he did not see Marky coming. Marky would roll James Idol Martinez up for the pinfall victory. And the Kaka Ebros are still your PWR Tag Team Champions. Alright, the next match is the I Quit match between Vlad Sinsik and John Sebastian. And if John Sebastian loses, he will take away his half of the ownership of PWR. But if Vlad Sinsic loses, uh, apparently John Sebastian will get a 100% claim of PWR? I I don't know. But all I know is this was one quick yet brutal match that started with both men having their respective kendo sticks and Vlad Sinzik attacking first. He struck first with a hard couple of smacks over the head of John Sebastian. John Sebastian would fight back and attack Vlad Sinsek with his own stick. He would grab a metal wrench and rinse the nipple of Vlad Sinsik. But that didn't force Vlad Sinsik to stop or quit. John Sebastian would use a sledgehammer at one point to attack the former all-out war champion in Mr. Sinsik. And I forgot to mention this, but at the start of the match, after Sinsik would assault Mr. Sebastian, John Sebastian would be bloodied open. Because outside of the sticks, that kind of bit him on the head. Or was that something else that he used to gouge the head of John Sebastian? I don't know. But the brutality didn't stop. In fact, it escalated near the end of the match. As a bag of thumbtacks were placed on the mat of the ring. And it would be a body slam by John Sebastian to Vlad Sinsic on those tacks. That would happen. Vlad Sinsik won't quit though as he was just laughing out loud. So instead John Sebastian was trying to do another thing to make him quit but Vlad Sinsik caught him on the corner. He delivers a first muscle buster on the thumbtacks. But John Sebastian was just f-bombing everyone including the fans inside the PowerMax Center. Vlad would deliver a second muscle buster, however, to John Sebastian on the tax again. And this time, Vlad Sinsic wins after John Sebastian finally said the words, I quit. And that said, I guess it's fully Pots who's the GM of PWR. So, to my friend Potts, congratulations, Amania is running solo, but, well, press the letter F, in memory of John Sebastian's 50% ownership, F. Now the next match featured two EXCITING performers in Zayden Trudeau and Kalinueva, Nueva, and whoever wins will be the number one contender for the PHX title. At the start of the match, both men would steal their opponent's respective finisher, like Zayden Trudeau hitting the Indy Elbow and Cali Nueva hitting the 450 splash on the top rope. Zayden would try to hit the Desolay, but he missed Trudeau going to the outside, connecting with a nice Splash on the outside of the ring. He would try to get to Kalinueva, but he would grab a unsuspecting RT version 1.0 to distract Zayden before he hits his opponent and gets the advantage in this match. Kalinueva with a cross face on Zayden, but Zayden would break it up after reaching the ropes. Kalinueva hitting the reverse rana from the second rope, sending Zayden from the corner and to the ring mat very hard. And at some point of the match, Kalinueva Nueva struck a nerve to Zayden after he taunted where Zayden's dad was. Now if anyone here listened to the SGP podcast featuring Zayden Trudeau, you'd know how insulting that was to Zayden. And yeah, let's just say Zayden attacks Kalinueva Nueva with some hard strikes and downs him with an enzugiri. Zayden Trudeau with a splash and then delivers another spinning splash on the other side of the corner on Kalinueva. Nueva. A hard brain buster on Mr. Nueva was only a two count and the match was still on. Kalinueva Nueva caught Zaden Trudeau and drops him with a gory special. Zayden Trudeau delivers a 619 to Nueva and... Was about to hit a springboard 450. But let's just say he misses again. At the end of the match, Kali Nueva was locked in a sharpshooter by Zayden Trudeau. But Kali drags the referee, lets him bump against Zayden. Using that opportunity, he would roll up Zayden Trudeau for the one 2 Kali Nueva is the winner and is the new number one contender for the PHX title in an amazing bout between these two men and after the match we started to chant please don't go to Zayden Trudeau but sadly guys he has to go as of this recording it's the day after he's on his way back to Canada because guys you know education matters and we wish you good luck in your academic endeavors Mr. Trudeau. And we can't wait to see you back here at PWR. Alright, now let's go on to the next match featuring two former good friends. And now, are they better enemies? It's Nina versus Imabayashi. And for the first time since her one and only match... Back at the Revolution X 2017 pre show against Balt. Nina is finally stepping into the PWR ring after two years of inactivity, and we're happy to see her back. But she had a tall task in front of her facing not only her former best friend, but also a former two time Kampionang Pilipinas champion, and he's also the longest reigning pwr champion in that respect so the odds were still stacked against nina but she still did not back down from this fight at the start of the match though there were some awkward maneuvering like they were going to do a test of strength but i think she got grossed out by ralph's clammy hands and then like At one point, she was going for a wheelbarrow bulldog move or something similar, but Ralph blocked, and it sent off a very compromising position for both Nina and Ralph. So they had to, like, oh, God, let go. Okay, we're backing off, we're backing off, and it spurred a this-is-awkward chant inside the Power Max Center at Circuit Makati. Nina hits a nice spinning head scissors on Ralph or well on Imabayashi, but imabayashi fights back and traps her with a bow and arrow submission. Nina connected with a crossbody on his op- on her opponent, but Ralph caught her and was about to do a Samoan drop attempt, but she would DDT her way out of the predicament. Nina with a nice running knee on the side of Ralph's head for two. Nina had Imabayashi on her sights, was about to do that DDT-like maneuver she did on the last show, but Imabayashi went behind her, stuck her in a full Nelson before dropping Nina with a Sonic Crusher. After the Sonic Crusher, he still had Nina on his grasps, was about to deliver a Senketsu attempt, But Nina got away and locked in a crossface to trap the former two-time PWR campeon ng Pinas. The end saw Ralph trying to pin her but Nina kicked out at two only for Ralph to pin her again and this time she couldn't escape the three count. Imabayashi wins and Nina is defeated. However, they seem to have made up after Ralph Gave her a hug and they seem to be in good spirits now. They seem to be in a good standing now. But after a while, the YOLO twins would attack and annihilate Imabayashi inside the ring with a two-night stand. They told him they did not forget the travesty he had done to them at Revo X when they were assisting him for the win. But he refused and he even attacked them. So... They called out the new Olyores sibling, Rhetoric Olyores, to try and attack Ralph, but he couldn't attack Imabayashi. He just watched as Imabayashi f- took down Johan and Logan and sent them packing outside the ring. Inside the ring, while Rhetoric was there with Imabayashi, Imabayashi opened his arms for a attempt of a hug, but instead... Rhetoric walked away, putting into question, what's gonna happen next between Imabayashi, the Yolo twins, and Rhetoric Mahaba. The next match was the All Out Warla match, featuring the All Out Warla champion Martivo taking on the Killer. Killer came out with a nice dope track, and I kind of like it. It's like Pinoy rap, but at the start of the match even before it formally started like he snuck an attack on Martivo but the Mandald fought back and delivered a drop kick on the corner against his opponent. Killa would surprise everyone as he bit the head of Martivo while he was delivering some hard punches on the corner against the all-out Warla champion. There was a corner butt bump by the mandal against the challenger from australia outside the ring the fight would spill on and killa pulled out a ruler but before he could even use it to attack martivo it kind of snapped in half and fell off his hands the remaining part of the ruler though he put to good use as he tried to stab it on the forehead of the all-out warlord champion martivo and it was gonna be a brutal match from then on. Martivo subbed to the corner and hits the tray first. And this was the tray he got outside of the ring. And he placed it inside on that corner in between the turnbuckles. Only for it to backfire on Martivo. Killer pins Martivo but only gets a two count. He tried to choke Martivo with the rainbow strap. But it uh, it did not work that much. Martivo came back with a rolled up yoga mat, slammed it on his opponent. He would unroll it, placed his opponent on top of the yoga mat, and did some yoga pose for a pin, but it was only two. Martivo would use that in the end to roll up Killer like a burrito. Burrito, burrito, there we go. Like a burrito and lock in a submission maneuver for Killer to submit. And still, all out warla champion Martivo. After the match, Jan E. Vander would sneak attack Martivo, and the rest of the endgame would enter ringside. Jan Evander and Apocalypse would press her AB3 into delivering the claimer on Martivo, and he does. But before the 3-on-1 would continue on the Mandal, Robin charged into the ring. And would attack AB3 while Apocalypse and Jan e. Vander would get out of the way. Martivo and Robin would double team on the former All Out War Champion AB3 inside the ring. Before, Vintendo, who was not that visible at ringside, but he was the guy who was ringing the bell for all the you know for all the chaos to stop. Now after all the commotion. We go to the screen and we see that a familiar face, former PWR champion, Billy Suede, will be coming back to PWR this October. But we'll find out more news on the beautiful one in the coming matches at PWR Renaissance 2019. But before that development, we will go to the next match after the break which was a six-man tag match featuring the Naughty Boys, Trian De Evan Carlo, and Capitan Tutan taking on MSG featuring Sandata, Main Max, and Mr. C. Mr. C wanted to get in the ring with Trian De so bad that he demanded to start and started with TDT. So the Naughty Boys did what he requested and it was TDT versus Mr. C. But wait! Before... Anything would happen, Mr. C tags out immediately and it would be Sandata starting in the match. And he would get some crotch-based offense via Capitan Tutan as, as the Naughty Boys cut the ring in half for the first few moments of the match. And it was Sandata getting punished immediately, but at one point it would be TDT. Versus Main Max. And Main Max overpowered the midget champion. Trian De tried to do a head scissors on the big guy. But Sandata got in the ring. Stops him mid-air. And grabs him. Drops him down with a DDT on TDT. Mr. C would try to get back into the action once more. But, well, let's just say he got cornered by the Naughty Boys after Sandata and Main Max were down. It was Trian De La Evan Carlo, and Capitan Tutan chasing a very fast Mr. C. But he just got chased down into a corner when he entered the ring because it was a three-on-one. But all of a sudden, the guy who was supposed to stay home, Camus, slid in the ring with a steel chair. He was about to attack Mr. C, but the Naughty Boys stopped him because they knew if he were to attack Mr. C, the Naughty Boys would lose and... The MSG team is going to get this one via DQ. But out of nowhere, we would see Capitan Tutan grabbing the steel chair. And we thought he would attack MSG. But no, he went into a rage. He attacked Triandella Torre, Evan Carlo, and grabbed Camus with a steel chair. And while all of this was happening, Mr. C took the opportunity to crawl over the fallen TDT Get the ref's attention. One, two, three, and the new chapter of MSG is here with Mr. C getting his first pinfall victory in PWR history. And yes, he is undefeated 1-0. But if you do count that one battle royale match back in PWR Live's Manila Madness, he is technically 2-0. But the point is, Mr. C, congratulations, you have retained your undefeated streak in PWR. And after the match, Jemmerlin would try to check on the Naughty Boys and try to talk some sense into Tutan. But Tutan also attacked Jemmerlin for some ungodly reason. Tutan just went bonkers tonight. I have no idea what's gonna happen here with Tutan and the rest of the Naughty Boys. And yes... Rabcams is still seemingly on the outs with this group, so I hope something happens soon with the Noida Boys coming back together as one unit. But let's focus on something else now. Let's go back to the action. The next match was a one-on-one match between Crystal versus J Serra. This is their match after the famous four-way match of Championship Spirit featuring Riho, Gypsy, J Sarah, and Crystal. Where Riho won and retained her queen of Aza belt. Crystal surprised Jay Sarah with a big boot to the face. To take her down for a two count. Crystal yet again delivering a Brosky boot while Jay Sarah was on the corner. It only gets her a count of two. Jay Sarah fights back with a hard DDT to Crystal, but it only gets a two count near the end of the match you thought it would be crystal getting the victory after delivering a spinning neck breaker for near two count and she was about to take care of business but surprise because at the end it would be crystal getting trapped near the corner where J. sarah Polger lets her face has crystal hit face first in the turnbuckle rolls her up for the three count while J. sarah's feet were on the ropes J. sarah Miss Angus herself got the pinfall victory in one of the biggest female wrestlers in Southeast Asia in Crystal. And this has got to be one huge win for Jay Sarah. So huge that maybe the party at the Sarah family reunion after the show was wild. I heard they were also wearing her new white t-shirt. You can check it out in the merch booth at the next show. And speaking of next... On to the next because it will be the finals matchup between Mike Madrigal and Chris Panzer, And the winner will be the number one contender for the PWR Campeon ng Pilipinas title belt. There was a loud cupal chant happening at ringside from the start of this match up to the end of it. As Mike Madrigal had the crowd at the palm of his hand. In terms of chanting cupal that is but let it not be said that there were also let's go panzer chance while there were also a bit of let's go kupal chance as well during this match at one point we saw mr c distracting mike madrigal on the apron with an ampaw. he refused the ampau obviously but that was the opening that chris panzer needed to attack mike madrigal the former Two-time PWR champion would deliver a DDT to take Madrigal down for a two-count. Chris Panzer, at the request, quote unquote, of the crowd, as they wanted it all in the face, would deliver some hard offensive strikes to the face of Madrigal. But Mike Madrigal would come back with a nice spear from the apron into the ring for a two-count because it was mr c who placed the foot of chris panzer on the rope to break that pinfall mike madrigal with an electric chair lift on chris panzer before he changes it to a sit down power bomb but it only gets a two count and we would see then on a reverse rana by chris panzer before he delivers the Panzer wreck to the face of mike madrigal but he only got a two because before the referee's hand would s- strike the ring mat for the third count mike madrigal grabbed it so basically it was a pin break mike madrigal delivers the gts but chris Banzer, with his huge clothesline it also connects madrigal delivers the near-death experience on Chris Banzer but yet again Mr. C distracts the referee in this match. The referee gets hit. He goes down. Chris Banzer while the referee was down gets a stick. He hits Mike Madrigal with it. Delivers the rock bottom and would go on to lock on that vice like submission hold on Mike Madrigal. Mike Madrigal tried to not tap out the best he can. However, it was all too much and he had to tap out. Giving that Dimuniu, the Motor City, Dimunu himself, Chris Banzer, the needed victory for him and MSG to be in the title picture for Quattro's Championship. Now after the match, we go on to see the screen and lo and behold, a familiar T set was shown, and soon enough we saw Billy Suede himself challenging whoever lost the match a few seconds ago, and he noticed it's Mike Madrigal, so so before the October 12th, apparently we'll have Billy Suede here next month at PWR Live Beautiful, September 22nd at Shaw 500, and he's gonna face Mike Madrigal. And man, this is going to be a very interesting one-on-one matchup between the former PWR Campeon ng Pinas in Billy Suede and the former PHX Champion in Mike Madrigal. I'm sure this is going to blow the roof off at Shaw 500 in Mandaluyong City. Now, speaking of the PHX title, let's go there to the PHX title as it is Chris Target from the Foundation. Taking on his golden target, D, current PHX champion himself, Chino Ginto. Now the match was mostly ground based as Chris Target and Chino Ginto tried to keep their opponents on the ring mat, but the fight just spilled on the outside, and it was a full-out brawl. Even the, you know, even the neophyte referee, Mr. Joey Backs. Was having a hard time to even count the count out in the outside of the ring. With Chris Target and Chino Ginto focused on the outside. There was at one point where Chino Ginto was doing a charging attack called the Golden Boy Express. but, But sadly it did not connect. And Chris Target hit him right on the target. Chris Target would grab Ginto and slam him on the ring apron. Before they finally got back in the ring, there's a huge super kick to Chino Ginto for a two count. Chino Ginto would catch Chris Target, down him with a move, and would go on to deliver his second attempt of a gold digger stomp, and it connected for the one, two, and the three. Apparently, there was a third count. We couldn't hear it, but it was a tap, signifying that Chino Ginto indeed was the winner. At one point though, seconds before the song hit, the referee is saying, No, 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 it's not yet done. It's just two. And we're like, No, it was three. See? See? You can hear the sound. You can hear the Chino Ginto music playing. Chino Ginto wins, boy. It's over. Still, you're a PHX champion. Even though it was a bit contentious if the ref actually counted a three or not, bell rang, music hit... What we know is, Chino Ginto is still our PHX champion. After the match, there was a please don't go or a please come back chant to Chris Target. And we do wish that he and the rest of the foundation will come back soon. Because he and Chino put on one hell of a brawl of a match. And speaking of the foundation, let's go on to the main event. Featuring Quattro defending his PWR championship against the leader of the foundation, Andrew The Shark. Carter and since he was dubbed the shark the crowd chanted baby shark do." You, you get the drill right so yeah the baby shark chant was in full effect most of the match and you can tell that the crowd was getting into it not just because of the chance but because of this main event Andrew Carter dished out some nice springboard arm drags on the PWR champion Quattro delivers a nice dive to the outside against his opponent and while outside Andrew Carter tried to wrest control of the match he even promised a tornado DDT and that got us thinking hmm the shark tornado DDT sharknado (laughs) so from baby shark to sharknado This guy was not kidding around even though the baby shark thing was still happening at most points of the match. He delivers some hard chops to the PWR champion on their return to the ring. Quattro would dish out the same level of hard chops to his challenger. And at one point he downed the PWR champion with a hard discus mass onto the head of Quattro. And Quattro goes down, speaking of going down moments later, Andrew Carter with a huge tiger bomb on the champion for a two count, Andrew Carter lined him up, delivered a huge lariat near three count, but Quattro had an arm up before the count of three. At one point, Andrew Carter wanted to do a dive to the outside of the ring while Quattro was on the outside. But instead of doing the dive, he ate a sure-you-can-strike from the PWR champion. Quattro tries to do a springboard, but he was caught with a knee lift by Andrew Carter. Andrew Carter rolled Quattro to the mat and locked on a single-leg crab. But the champion got into the ropes in time. However, he would be dragged again to the middle of the ring. Cuatro would get out of the move. And in the end, he connected with the destino to get the pinfall of victory. And still, your PWR campeon ng Pinas is Cuatro. Now, after the match, MSG came to ringside and Mr. C congratulated Cuatro, But he did say that Quattro was just the flavor of the month. And Chris Panzer, he's been there. He's done that. He's a two-time PWR champion. And in September, he will just get what's rightfully his and what's rightfully for the MSG. Now, Mr. C did offer Quattro an ampao. Sadly, the champion refused, and it signaled the beatdown of MSG to Quattro. So the event ended... With Quattro being down at ringside while MSG stood tall. (laughs) And that's it for the whole show. I really liked PWR Renaissance 2019. But comparing to the last show, I like how snug the last show was that it ended at 6pm exactly. But hey, this was a huge show with a segment I think that was filmed for a movie. So okay, that's cool. Though I do hope I can make it on the next show. Like, even though it's near my house, there are some, like, family and other personal things I have to consider before going there. But if I'm free, for sure, you'll see me and the rest of the gang. Like, at PWR Live Beautiful. September 22nd, 2pm at Shaw 500. Baby, we're back in Mandalorian City. I'm so hyped I really hope I'm free. I'm praying that I'll be free that day because it's so near. And it, you know, tickets are, as usual, should be 4.50 at the gate, 3.99 before the day itself. So I'll see you there. And before I conclude this episode, let me just say I'm so glad I got to watch Renaissance. Finally got to see Andrew Carter in action. Finally got to see the Foundation in action. And I can't wait to see Billy Suede coming back This September, to face Mike Madrigal. And then on October, my god, I got the meet and greet tickets. Can't wait to meet and greet Jeff Cobb. Maybe TJP. And also the beautiful one, Billy Suede. And maybe some other surprise guests. If there are still more names that have not been announced yet. Because if you remember PWR's old uh, coming soon to PWR this season, this year there are three or two more names that have yet to make their pwr appearances and it's just august so maybe they'll be dropping by post-october maybe a sotsi blackheart i am so excited to announce that there will be three successive wrestling events in manila this september first and foremost wwe live in manila september 20 september 21st you will get to see at resorts world manila MWF Road to Fate, and Mandalorian Represent, September 22nd, SAW 500, PWR Live, Beautiful. That's a long weekend of wrestling up for us on September. I'm hoping to get at least two out of three. Because, you know, the one in between, I can't because of my job. And even though I did talk to HR about that, I don't want to risk it. I don't want to risk it. And that's it guys please check out our future episodes of jobber talk here on channel 14.com like us on facebook facebook.com slash follow us on twitter that's at ch14 are you happy now are you happy after your tweet here's your episode ch14 and speaking of ch14 you can check out our site's other shows like third world gaming coming back soon next month third world linux bodega nights And the highly acclaimed Radio Norm. Six seasons in the spoken word tour, please. And that's it. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.